Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. Hello. My name is Jed. My name is Tyler. Tyler what? <laughs> Wicks. No, that's that's your name. Tyler what? Tyler what? That's this is, here, here's <laughs> I'm, the I'm deal, not man. following here. I'm not following. Here's I, the deal. I, I, I said a bullshit name last time and you got you got mad. And so I say my real name this time, and then now that's still the wrong answer. Because well, Wix is a bullshit name. <laughs> Listen, uh, I quit. I'm not doing the podcast anymore. Um, You're not? No, You're I was really ready to throw in the towel, dude. Really? This is... this is uh, So if you're keeping score along at home, congregation, this is the fourth time Jed has gone off his medicine. So, wow. Dude, uh, praying for you, man, for real. God. It's actually, it's not that bad, but dude, it's been, it's been a, the quote that came to mind all week was that airplane quote, quote he's like, I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and the one where he says amphetamines, I picked the wrong week. Yeah. He, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Says it at one point. <laughs> it's a good. Oh geez, what is happening? Oh, sorry. I can still hear you. Yeah, I can't hear myself. the The headphones are going in and out. Yeah, gotcha. dude, but it's been a, a hell of a week, man. Um, I imagine. And I so, you know, we lost a member of our church. This her name's Crystal. She's the most awesome lady ever. She was thirty eight, and I saw her last week. And then we, we they we got a church wide email on the thirtieth, so Friday, mm. and she just died from heart failure. Wow! Like, isn't that nuts? Yeah, it that's is. so. It was just like what? And she she was like she was like the number one like greeter, just the like you know if you look up the definition of Jesus Christ in the dictionary, yeah. you see her face and it was just yeah. like, what the hell? So tonight we had, um, a memorial service for her. And so I had to play worship music at the end and it was two yeah. of the just saddest songs and like, you cry? fucking right, dude. Like, there you go. Like crazy. Hey. I could, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't play right. Like I was screwing up, but it, I was just, dude, it was like, ugly well i didn't i couldn't like fully weep because i was up it was fucking it was hard yeah. man it was yeah. hard and i kept thinking i was like i really picked the wrong week to uh for my emotions <laughs> to come flooding back in i dude. i don't know like i it it may not be a coincidence you know what i mean like that's true yeah that's true what get thoughts i mean like I'm, I know I'm I'm the open theist guy, but then sometimes like shit happens and I'm not like there are moments where I'm like I'm not you know what I mean like that's that's yep. too that's too much of a coincidence you know what I mean that's true so, uh, yeah, yeah it it has been yeah then there had like dude work has been utterly insane just so crazy and it's it's uh, it's it's so it's not it's like i really wish i had a job where i could just go in like right now of course i wish i had a like going through this i wish i had a job where i could just come in and just like slice bread or something and then go home but it's like i have to (laughs) literally dial into someone and be like okay what's going on with you when lately it's like i what where am i like (laughs) (laughs) wow Oh, it's been rough, but I got, you know, I had today off. Uh, oh, and I'm about to start school too. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, Stress. luckily I'm, I'm I'm not piling too much on my plate. <laughs> um, it's really not that much. I mean, it's just, that's why, yeah, I'm just, you know, I want to, I want to try it without and just yeah. stick with it and don't, yeah. don't give up. That's going to be the key. Yeah, man. It's just like pain in the ass man i can imagine dude I, i've never i've always been really concerned i kind of i kind of share the same feelings as heath and i was i've always been afraid that 
if I got on medication or if I, if I do see a therapist, they're going to try to put me on medication, medication, and then it's going to change me. And I don't know if I want that. And so like, I, yeah. I can't imagine coming off of that. Well, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it sucks because it's a give and take. So it's like yeah. on the positives, you know, I have this, uh, zombie Zen monk, like, bulletproofness where like nothing's really phasing me okay yeah that's a plus and a minus really if you look at it though because is that normal is that natural um you know i was able to i start worrying about like because i'm an artist so like is this gonna affect my art but it's it's like weird things when i get back off of it like my singing voice changes really Uh, yeah it's really wow i have this weird internal litmus test for how like what notes i'm able to hit singing along in a car i'm dead serious and like i know i'm kind of either in a depression or like in a weird state of mind if i can't sing right i don't know why that is or what that's about and like and also like i've got my screaming voice back (laughs) really nice yeah it's weird that i don't I, i i have no idea what the science behind like why an antidepressant would like hinder would like change what I'm able to do vocally, but it did. Huh. And I do this podcast and so it's like, you know, word fluidity is big for me, like being able to uh come up and I almost did it just then. Being able to come up with words like and not getting stuck on the like uh duh. Yeah. So when I'm coming off I have a lot of that, but hopefully it'll balance back out. It's just Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's a it's frustrating. I can imagine. Yeah, but I'm ready to cry at movies again. That's going to be exciting. There you go. What did I almost it was something Watch a ghost story. Yeah, that's Watch on that's story. on the list. Well, I've been going yeah. down um A24, the production company. I've just been looking at yeah. all their movies to see what I want to watch. There's so many. I tried that one time and I'm like, I did not realize how oh, many A24 movies there's there is. There's a ton. Um, I've never watched an A24 movie that I didn't at least appreciate, you know, like I never said all oh, that was shit. Like I've never watched one of them and, and thought that. Yeah, no, me neither. Some of them are definitely. Yeah. On the lower end for sure. Yes. And like, just, yeah. they left me like spring breakers left me feeling very like, <laughs> I haven't watched that. One. Oh, you should. I should probably watch it again to see how, but that, what a weird ass movie that was. <laughs> That's um, I don't know. That's not like the genre that I normally try to watch. You know, wait, not, well, uh, well, what, not, what genre do you think judging. it is? Because I don't think it just it is seemed what, that way. Like, what, I don't think it's James, what you think it like, is. Thug, thugged out, fucking James Franco and shit. You know, well, like, he basically <laughs> plays like riffraff. <laughs> like for real. I don't, I don't know. No, it's super <laughs> dark, dude. No, is it? it yo, yeah. It takes. It's. Right. It's not. You should watch it. It's not okay. like what you, what you think it's gonna be. Okay. It's. Ugh, it's kind of. It's. Seedy. Good time was a twenty four, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, so good. It was so good. So good. Pattinson, dude. It's official. Robert Pattinson. You hear? You just Church yeah. on the Drug is exclusive. Robert Pattinson is gonna be the Batman. The vampire turned into a bat. The va- yeah, that'd be, <laughs> it'd be funny if they somehow inserted like like him being a vampire bat or something. Like somehow, <laughs> somehow they do. That's that. his motivation. That's his I've motivation. always like vampires, so you know, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so what's been up with you? Uh kind of a lot. Like so, the um. The memorial service for my aunt that passed away at the family reunion, my great aunt. I was not aware of certain things about her, and um, I'll, I've not talked to a lot of my family since then because I was not made aware. So I get a phone call, um, Good and things, they, bad things, things you can't well, speak of. I'll speak of them. Just, okay. I'm, it's, it's a build. So <laughs> shut up, Jed. <laughs> so. So, uh, I get a phone call and they're like, um, I, I, Janice didn't really have a pastor. Um, and you know, 
not not a lot of us do. So, uh, do you think you could ask your pastor? I was like, I'm not going to be able to attend the funeral. I've, you know, I've I've got to work. So I'll I'll definitely ask my pastor though. And so I asked him, and he said that's fine. So my pastor did the funeral, and I I wasn't able to make it. And I'm kind of glad I didn't go, um, because apparently my aunt had been at one time a self-proclaimed witch and her kids are now still self-proclaimed witches. And they were apparently either really high and of course, which I've got a super religious family. So a lot of them were claiming they were demon possessed at the funeral and that they were cussing people and just causing this big, huge thing. And it wasn't in the funeral. It was a graveside funeral. And w- my pastor, I talked to him because I-, I called him. I was like, dude, I, I had no idea. I said, <laughs> my I bad, dude. I would have told you. You, you know, set you that dude like, up. One, you would have obviously liked the option to decline. And two, even if you were going to do it, you would have liked the option to pray specifically yeah. about that, you know. And um, Which, But apparently when he, was pre- when he was preaching, a lot of them like walked away and like refused to even listen. Whoa. Like they – yeah, like it was Whoa. it was a big deal. And like so I haven't spoken to certain members of my family that knew and that knew that I would want to know, but they withheld that information from me. Like, yeah, uh call Tyler, but don't say anything about uh, people being witches. See if he'll get his pastor. <laughs> no wonder they couldn't get a pastor to preach the funeral. Oh, no dude. Wonder. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> if if I'm a pastor and you tell me that hey, you've got the chance to go do a witch funeral, that's like yeah, that's yeah. like. I mean, what's a good analogy? Uh, that I am all in, bro. Absolutely. That's like well, it's what gonna, I it's gonna, for. It's gonna be a draw for some, and it's gonna be a repellent for some. You know, um, it just depends on what type of pastor they are. <laughs> Do you, uh, I would, dude. I, yeah, I, I would like to think that I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do this thing, dude. And like, I would devote the whole. I'd be just like, I'd just be dropping like Salem witch trial jokes and stuff halfway through. Would be like, man, uh, you see that forest over there? Those trees look good in a, a, a pyre of some sort. You know that fire? We used to burn witches in them kind of fires. You know what I'm saying? Well, raise your hand if you ever uh, seen the witches of Eastwick. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> you remember uh, Practical Magic, Nicole Kidman? That was a good movie. Uh, they were witches, weren't they? <laughs> or just, or just, just start off. Now, uh, which one of you hasn't accepted Jesus <laughs> into your heart? <laughs> uh, before I came today, I didn't eat much today. I ate, all I ate was a half a Sam witch. Witch. <laughs> now, uh, your, your last name's interesting. Is it uh, Tyler Witch? Is it uh... a. <laughs> Oh, excuse me, Wix. Uh, dude, do you think they hear us right now when we're currently Probably, yeah, yeah. Do witches uh, have super hearing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no, I, I guess they, they, I mean, most of them live in Illinois, so I don't know what, Man, what their, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what their Wi-Fi range is on their witchcraft, but they may be out of range. <laughs> Then one of them wakes up from a dead sleep in their coffin, and they just rise up there. Somebody talking shit on witches. Sabrina, come on. That. So, do you think? Do you think they're real deal? Um, I don't know. Like, first just off, well, to be like, obviously they're mentally ill, in my opinion. Well, why to do you be, say that? That's a strong well, claim. Shit. Okay, someone so, could say the same thing about Christians. Yeah, absolutely they can. But and uh, that's oh, wait, a step wait, further, let, though. Let, let's point so, out the irony. Witchcraft. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, <laughs> let's point out the irony. I started off this show talking about how I just <laughs> quit taking my antidepressants, and now we're talking shit on people. Like, they're probably mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I know, just I know, the I'm fact kidding. that you know... This, you know, you obviously have some knowledge of shit and you believe in this whole stuff and then you choose that. Like it just, just that, you know what I mean? That's, it's very, but what, I mean, 
It's hard. What it's hard. if there's real power in that? You know what I'm saying? What if it probably is? That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know necessarily that I would go mental illness. I think I would go hmm, spiritually deceived or just like putting your eggs in the, a different basket. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Well, because you know what I, I just so I, it's just from like I guess I just I rely too much on my perspective on that. I've tried to really I'm open minded about a lot of things, but that that's still a territory. Where I'm like shit, you know. Like have you like I I saw on Snapchat the inked. Uh, that's the only thing I subscribe to on Snapchat is mm-hmm. the ink thing, and somebody had a tattoo that said "Live Deliciously," and I'm like. What are you doing? Like, are you serious? Like, you, that's a, you know, you know what that is, right? Black Philip quote. Oh, is it? Yeah, from the witch. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't even catch that. What I thought you? it was like an Arby's slogan. No, <laughs> like, <laughs> no way. I'd have that tattoo. Well, I, well. So that I think I, I still and it's so. I was gonna say too. I think here soon we're gonna get. Like us making jokes about witches will be a cl- equivalent to like racial slurs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, like so. it'll be it'll be equally protected by social justice law or like etiquette or I'm serious. I mean, I guess it, you know it's wow. on the like. I don't like how. I think we talked about this before, with like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and all that. Like, I don't like and just everyone just with these cute like meow Satan like kitty cat mm-hmm. shirts with devil. You know, it's just like it's 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 become so hip to be yeah. satanic and stuff. And they're like, oh, cute devil, like oh, that's sweet Lucifer. I bet he was like a hottie. The, it's just the, like I feel like that is some dangerous stuff. Maybe, yeah. You know, yeah. I just do. And I know a lot of people will hear that and just think I'm really stupid, but ugh, it still rolls me the real wrong, wrong way. It does me too. And like, they're absolutely like jokes, dark humor. I'm there for it. A hundred percent. Like there's really not a joke that's too dark for me. Honestly, like it, there was, but like the older I get, the further and further I get into the, it does nothing matter when in the mind of humor, but like that, like when it's becoming a subculture and it's actually glorified, not in the mind of humor. It, that's when it gets muddy for me. Like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I, I feel like, and it's it's funny. It's like you know they wrote a whole book about this. The whole thing of like that. It's like if there was a strategy, the whole presenting evil in, in this cutesy, attractive little package, and like just. I go through that with like the the teenagers I deal with, like the whole six 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 and pentagram and like the whole um, whatever the genre suicide boys is that whole like horror yeah. core rap stuff. It's just w- way getting more into the zeit. <coughs> Excuse me, that was, that was I think I'm being hexed <laughs> as we speak. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a good thing, man, and it really like no. pisses me off. And because I told you, I have a lot of friends that just mess around with Ouija boards and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, nah. I wouldn't do that. Nah. Mm-mm. I just wouldn't. Nope. I don't know. It's, God, the world is going. How long is God going to put up with this again? Like, how long has this been going? <laughs> like, what is the deal with everything, dude? That's whenever I, and whenever I go to, it wasn't a funeral, but whenever I experience death. It just always, it's just like, what is going on here? Like, what mm-hmm. is this world that we live in? It it doesn't make sense, dude. I always get a weird, like, tinge of, sometimes I get a, a twin, a tinge of jealousy where I'm like, well, you got out, you know, your, your journey's over. You don't have to worry about anything anymore. And I know yeah, for a fact, totally. I know, I, I don't know much. But I know I love you. But no, I don't know much, but I know for a fact that you're in heaven. You know, I just know yeah, yeah. that. I know, you yeah. know. And so it's just like, man, this, ah, I don't, I don't get it. I'm oftentimes very confused by God's plan for the world and why it's playing out this way. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been, been reading some Richard Rohr, and he's pretty... Speaking of witches. Pretty, yeah. He's pretty optimistic, and it's it's starting to kind of... I don't know. Like, I... I can't. I don't know if I like when I started first started reading and looking into it. I'm like, I don't know about that. That seems a little too good to be true. But at the same time, like he makes a lot of sense and a lot of things he's saying. Now it's hard for me to read it because my attention span. Um, it's not a graphic novel. <laughs> I, I was, you know, I assumed. I guess I assumed wrong. But it's uh, and he's a very intelligent guy, so he's really wordy. So I'm chewing through it very slowly, but I'm trying to read his book, The Universal Christ. And that, that uh, phrase alone bothers me for something. Like it, it's all well and good. What what I yeah. can't reconcile is wh- where does justice come in? Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I like I see my my thing. Like I don't, it hasn't addressed this at at this point in the book, but I think we pay for our sins here. There's there's real consequences to our actions here, you know. We we make a decision. There, there's consequences, you know. You sin, you you lie. There's that. I've never told a lie that didn't end up coming back and biting me right in the ass, you know. Like uh, yeah, well, but okay, agree, totally agree. But what about the people that get away with it? What about the what about the bad things that happen to people that did? I don't not think do they them? actually get away with it. I think that there's something inside them that is eating away at them and. They realize it and they can address it, but I mean, there's you know, there's always that's shit true. that I didn't pay a real physical consequence that's still on my mind years later, you know. Well, but because, but then it's like you have to leverage like that. Uh, however, Hitler lived his life; it was equal measure to the atrocities he committed. I guess there's no, I don't really, there's probably no such thing as like equal, how can you equally yeah. pay back the the harm you have done? Is that even possible? Right. See, that's the thing. Like we, whenever you follow that down, yeah, we go doesn't. back to that. It's a scale and it's, we, we already know that it's not a scale, you know, it's not a scale that it does your good outweigh your bad, you know, that's we know good. that grace yeah. doesn't work like that. That's see, that's the thing. That's the hardest thing for anybody to ever think of is Hitler in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, party Hitler. Oh, here he comes know? back. Just imagine getting up to heaven and then seeing Hitler. And just like, He's like, oh, shit. this is awkward. Oh, hello, Tyler. Hello, Jed. <laughs> but if we all get our own personal experience, which I think we likely will, then we, Hitler won't even be in our heaven um, and then also, what if, I mean, we're thinking physical, you know, I don't think heaven's going to be physical at all. It could, maybe it's just a bunch of feelings or colors, you know, I don't I th- know. I think it will be. Otherwise, what was the point of this exercise called creation? It seems a lot to just kind of, I mean, I guess it's not, if you're God, you can just toss it and start over, but it seems like originally he was like, yo, this is good. I like this. Let's yeah. go with this. Right. You know, and, and if that's the case, then why, why is it still playing out? If, if, if it is, yeah, I just don't, it's so, I don't get any of it, man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand any of it. I guess I never will, but it's, it always goes back to like, I, when I get caught in these thought patterns, I'm always like, Oh yeah, that's why I shot heroin. Because I didn't want like, to think about this shit anymore, dude. It's just that's like, the thing. Then, <laughs> I, I don't uh, think we'll ever understand that on this earth. And so, if I ever have a moment where I do understand, I know I'm fixing to die. Like, <laughs> it's like, <gasps> You're like I oh, get shit. it. And then, oh shit! This is bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> that probably happens right before all of us die. It's like, I understand. And then I whatever happens, everything <laughs> stroke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't, man. I don't know, man. It's yeah. The then why? 
I wonder why the, the whole movement of like Richard Rohr and like Rob Bell and the feel good hippy dippy Christian movement like why does that bother me so much? I think it is because it sounds so good. Like of course that sounds great. Like does it have any like where are you pulling it from? Does it have any any ground? It's like yes, that sounds fantastic. Of course I would want that to be true. But for some reason, yeah, that's why I'm trying to read the book, and and I'll, I'll probably read Love Wins too. Rob Bell's, yeah, biggest. Love Wins was good. The the things I disagree, like this is the thing. The just on a logical point where I disagree with Rob Bell said some of the effect of like I think hell, like hell is the look in a cocaine addict's eyes, and like hell is like you know child slavery and this that and the other. And I'm like, well, I'm not. I am a human, and even in my creativity, I can think of things a quadrillion times worse than hell on earth. Like, are you kidding me? If we, if we, if you give me free reign of torture and misery, and like, I can whip up something pretty serious. You yeah, know what I'm saying. So that's why it's like that 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 argument of like hell is on earth, hell is the experiences we go through, like. Just just imagine, like, no, there's much. Like, just imagine being in a. a tiny little box for eternity yeah even that like that's way worse than anything any any punishment plus infinity is way worse than anything here yeah see like hell i don't know i think hell for me is separation yes like that's that's like that's the worst just that separation from from god just you know, feeling like I'm separated from God at times is the worst. So actually, act because we've never experienced that. You know, He's never He's never left us or forsaken us. So if we actually ever did experience that, holy mo, you know I, what I mean? Like I, I just swear I that's have insane. before though. Like I swear I have felt that, dude. I think that's an illusion. Well, how do you break I that illusion do. then? I don't know. And, and I, why? If 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 God, I think it's an illusion, and I still feel that sometimes. But then why would not God I, just break through that? That that's what, like why, man? You you can take that road sh- all the way down. I am gonna do. I'm, you know? this, is, this is gonna be yeah. This this episode is gonna be. This is another one of Jed's real time therapy yeah. bitch sessions. But it's like, why is it back on me? Like why? Like I'm weak, man. I can't. You yeah. know me, God. You made me. You made me with all. You know, all this going on between my ears, like... All right, all right, check this out. Check this out. I'm checking it. Okay. If... You imagine you got a kid, and if you did all their homework for them, will they ever learn anything? Listen, dude. Fuck my kid <laughs> and fuck his homework, bro. <laughs> like, he's getting homeschooled. You know, okay. yeah, I know that yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, harsh, yeah. but it's the truth. Like, that's... There's no experience that I've ever went through that I now, after coming out of it, that I regret going through it because that's made me who I am now, you know? If you really think about it, that's, you know, I would never be who I am now, right now if I hadn't gone through what I went through. That's it sucks true. when you're in it. <laughs> it really it does. It does suck when you're in it. Well, and it's weird. I'm hoping, so that was also part of my, part of my reasoning for trying to get back off medicines because I've, I've just been feeling that disconnect. Yeah. It's gotten worse since I've, since I've gotten off just because my, my brain literally feels like scrambled eggs right now, but I'm, yeah. I, I am assuming that it will get better, but it's, man, I'm serious. I'm, I'm praying for you. And I, cause there's been moments I've had like this too, but I, you know, I just, I'm praying that you, like you'll feel it all of a sudden in a, in, a, in like the rain or something, you know what I mean? Something. I'm like sure that. I that's, will. Yeah, you'll have a moment. That's you know, gosh, it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it was that, just when that moment comes. It's like it, in that moment, like you, you're. It's like it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like it, if yeah, not anything else, but this moment, and it's all been worth it. And I think that's what I've been craving and clawing. Yeah, because it, it, it was it was crazy. It was even. When I was on stage tonight and just like struggling not to cry, and it was I, yeah. I couldn't. I was saying in my head, like God, I, I can't even like talk to you right now. But I guess that in itself is talking to him. But I, I was just like, literally, I haven't yeah. been that at a loss for like, like what, just what, what is going on? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess it was, you know, in its own way, like beautiful and poignant, but it, it was just like over overwhelming, frustrating. I, yeah, Ugh, crazy. I guess, man, freaking life, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you know, it's, it's funny you say the thing about connection too, because that was probably, you know, it, it, it was like, I'm I'm a very empathetic person, so like if 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 you're upset, sad, and I know it, I take that on. Like you yeah. know, if you if you show me like a physical hurt, like I will hurt in that part of my body. Like to like, I'm just very right. much that way. And so like early on, I I just felt disconnected from people, and I found out that drugs, and that's like when I did ecstasy a lot at first. It was like, oh my god, this is it! I finally feel what I've been wanting to feel, which is just this intimate connectivity with everything and then of course it's the bait and switch and eventually it cuts me off from everything but that that was just that's all that's why if if heaven if nothing else if it is reconnecting oh my god that will be incredible like that's like just just to take away that small feeling of like yeah this is great but if that but is gone like uh yeah yeah dude like i'm good with that yeah 100 percent uh and you think it'll be personal too that's uh, i used to think so but i think it's gonna be much more communal than because that seems kind of like selfish maybe i don't know it, it does but at the same time you know it just doesn't seem realistic to actually be able to to know what everybody is doing or where everybody is like what if what if okay you, the universe is expanding what if planets are going to be our mansions right that's that's my H- I think that's a planet, theory, but that was what I thought too everybody gets right? a planet yeah yeah well, Hitler's dope. planet might be in a different galaxy you know what I'm saying like <laughs> dibs on Uranus <laughs> <laughs> maybe Hitler gets Pluto that seems like oh shucks guys it's a moon oh, this one is it's not even a planet it's very small and cold <laughs> if I'm good for 10,000 years can I get uh, the Jupiter speaking of Hitler oh dude okay uh, it's been it's been a while since I've listened to One Wing by the Chariot Oh yeah, and um, I've been it's just that's about all I've been listening to is the Chariot and uh, Norma Jean's first album because Josh Scoggin is incredible. But um, so I heard, I guess it's was it Cheek? Yeah, Cheek is the last track on One Wing, and I hadn't heard it since that album came out, and it just it moved me almost to tears because that's the speech from the Great Dictator. The Charlie Chaplin speech. Oh, I need to go back and listen to it. Maybe I'll <laughs> play that at the end of this episode. Cause so, yes, so good. What, I mean, so good, go on. Yeah, like it just, for that speech to be in, uh, and I've never seen The Great Dictator. I really need to because that speech is really awesome. What's it about? Um, see, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think the way I understand it or for what I've heard about it is that it's a, an alternate reality where Hitler kind of has a change of heart or it never goes better. If Hitler actually was a great dictator, I think like I could be completely wrong. That's why like, so who knows? So somebody's probably triggered right now. Very no, much so. The don't know shit about the great dictator. <laughs> and, and you are correct. We don't know, but we're just perception is reality. So yeah, <laughs> run tell that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah no um also have been kind of had a breakthrough on my own um had um kind of a some unrequited love going on uh did you yeah um and i've only been on the receiving end of unrequited love a couple of times mm. one of those and it sucks um, I would say it's, I would go ahead and say it sucks worse than being on the other side of that, like the giving side of unrequited love, because yeah, um, I, uh, had to have the conversation 
that I, you know, I didn't feel that way toward this person. And I literally in that moment felt like a murderer. Oh, I even wrote it down. You know, I even wrote it down. I was like, today I'm, I drowned your hope today. Oh. Today I killed all my problems. Like it just felt like that because for me it was relief. It was joy. But for the other side, it was death. It was sorrow. You know, it was mourning. Like, but yet when I did what I did, it felt good, but it was causing someone else suffering. You know what I mean? Just that moment, I really yeah. zoomed in. But it was just the moment because she really was okay with it, right? And so we had a really good conversation after that. And I opened up about my marriage and my divorce, and I broke through further than I ever have. Really? Like, I I was able to understand almost completely everything that happened in that. So, so my perspective, and we've talked about this a little bit, but so my perspective grew up, you know, just this kind of pent up bottle, everything up from where my mom would get mad and I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't talk, you know, so I would just learn to pin it all up and apologize, just start apologizing, you know? And so that's what I came into the marriage with is to start apologizing and when I was growing up with my mom, what the only thing that I would do to release my anger is I would go up to my room and I'd hit the wall, you know. And I know that's that's every meme right now. The Kyle, yeah, those are my was favorite me. memes. Yeah, the I was, I was, I was literally Kyle. That's so, awesome. <laughs> so, but that's just the, the way I dealt with shit, you know. And so, bringing that into my marriage. She would get mad, she would get angry, and I would immediately just start apologizing. You know what I mean? Just, you know, don't just it, it. It's no use in fighting. And we actually went to counseling, and she, she like the counselor was like, "Listen, you are keeping that part of yourself from your wife. You know, you obviously have an opinion. You need to express it. You know, like, fighting's all part of marriage. You know, like did the whole spiel. And so I really had to work hard to change that. But then when I did. I reverted back to the old way of me releasing anger. So in those moments, she would be in my face and would be really mad. My perspective was I was thinking the last thing that I would ever do is hurt you. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to hurt this wall because I have to release my anger. right? Right. So that's my perspective. But it never occurred to me until I was going deep into it with this girl that her perspective like even though you know from my perspective just looking at it from my perspective that doesn't that's not really abuse you know from my perspective but from her perspective it really was mm. because what she heard or what she, the how she interpreted that what she received was that is hey this wall could be your fucking head you know yep. what i mean totally and just thinking about her living in fear and just Ugh. thinking about her receiving that that i was trying to you know what i mean yeah just and i was in tears talking to this girl about this and then i go on all the way up to whenever a year and a half later and i reach out to her saying that i i should have never let her go that had to scare the shit out of her and of course she's going to try to get a restraining order on me you know what i mean like yeah it all makes perfect sense and i can't have you no one will well, yeah, like, you yeah. know, just because my intent or like my perspective, like her perspective was completely different. Totally. And it just, it's, it just wrecked me. And, you know, like I, I've got this heightened respect, you know, for, for her and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's was, it was really good to process that, you know, and when, understand that. When's the last time you talked to her? Yeah, the court, like when, when I didn't really even talk to her, that's the last time that we've ever really acknowledged each other's existence was, I don't know when that was four years ago. Have you ever thought about trying to make amends for that in the future? Thought about it. I'd really like to, I'd really like to have a conversation, but I like the only thing that keeps me from it is that I don't like if she's moved on and she's totally cool. I don't want to like open up old wounds and then bring her right back into it because I want sure. to mind. You know what I mean? Sure. So what yeah. I do is I I just pray that you know that if she if she if we need to have this conversation that she'll reach out to me. 
Yes. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do that to her. Just that seems selfish. No, that that's actually built into the, the ninth step in AA, the amends process. It's like we made direct amends to others, except when to do so would injure them or others. And it's, it's yeah. the idea of like, we, we don't have a right to, uh, screw up someone else's life if just to make myself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. But some, yeah. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Just pray about it. And yeah. <clears throat> the, I would imagine it'll be painfully obvious if, and when that day comes, because it's crazy. I've heard people like start praying about that stuff and it's people that they haven't seen in years. And then they'll literally like bump into them at Walmart or something like people that live in different States. It's just crazy stories. Like yeah. that. It's like, Oh, Shit, I guess we gotta have this conversation. Wow. Just hopefully it won't happen like when you're in Home Depot in the drywall section. <laughs> and you just bump it. <laughs> oh, we laugh to keep from crying. For That's real? why I, I have been I have been making sure because I read that um that Spurgeon Sorrows book and that was like one of the, like the big his uh, recipes for anti-depression is, is mm-hmm. just comedy. So I've been making sure to, um, you know, that's actually like uh, a therapeutic strategy now is uh, showing people memes. Really? Yeah. That's like a real deal. Hmm. Like uh, cognitive behavioral therapies, like to, to help deescalate your clients is like, show them some funny animal memes or something. And it's like, okay, yeah. That shit works, dude. It really does. Like it'll change wow. your mood. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. Humor humor's a powerful thing. It really is. Especially once you realize that everything is funny. Like yes. everything is it this whole Yeah. This whole damn whatever is going on is hilarious, dude. It is just yeah. so absurd. Life people take life too seriously that, i think i think yeah. i just hit the i think i just zeroed yeah. in on why i hate damn scientists because they're just so like <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing funny about atoms and photons and, and, and blah, 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 gamma radiation and da 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 bitch yeah. it's all funny it's hilarious your voice is so, funny your little glasses are funny dude you seriously like you're onto something because i used to love bill and i bill and i you know, Bill Nye the Science Guy watching that shit school. You know what I'm saying? Like that was it was lit. Li- that was that like, was dude, amazing. When the teacher rolled in that TV and it was Bill Nye Day. He didn't shit. take he didn't take nothing seriously. And you know, I'm totally on board with let's not make global warming worse. You know what I mean? But now he's an he just comes across like an asshole. You saw that video where he's yeah. like, the world is on fucking fire. Yeah. Shut up, Bill Nye. For real. Shut up, dude. And his Netflix show <laughs> was the biggest crock of malarkey. I didn't even watch it. Oh, watched, go watch it. They put, go they watch put it. the new one on and they put the old one back on it. I watched the old one. Like yeah. I sat there so the- <laughs> Captain Crunch and going back to my childhood on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> there was a good uh there was a good meme. It was like uh uh new oh God, I'm gonna butcher it, but it was something like uh new uh you can see the solar eclipse caused by Bill Nye's ego on like May thirty first or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's so it's just like man, same with same with um um, Tyrese Gibson, Doctor. What is his name? Um, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, Tyrese. Doctor Tyrese Gibson. Um, <laughs> yeah, same with him. It's like, okay, I get it. You're very opinionated, and you found yeah. your own religion to uh to to hawk. But you know. <laughs> yeah. dude, speaking of things that made me throw up in my mouth, have you seen the video? Of Kenneth Copeland, the preacher, the mega uh, pastor. No, no, I don't know about it. So maybe uh, not. This, this go ugh, go watch it after this. But this Inside Edition reporter like uh, like runs up to him when he's getting into his car on the way to his private jet because apparently he was quoted as saying, "I bought a private jet because they're they're." <laughs> public planes are full of demons basically is what he's calling people demons and she was like what is that about but dude his response and the way he justified having a private jet if there are like that that 
is the most antichrist thing I've ever seen in my in mm. like how how can you how can you do that? Like what does he think when he goes to bed at night? I have to watch it. Well, like, it, dude, just just the it is it uh, is it is it's just pure insanity. So it's, that's what he told the the reporter was that he has private jets because no, he, he walked it back. He got real this crazy look in his eye, and he says, "I did not say that, and you will not say that I did." He got like wide eyed, and wow. he pointed at her, and then he like did this weird like <laughs> like laughing thing, grabbed her hand, and started talking about he like oh it was so disgusting to just, to stall just, for time. You, he just, just goes talking about it like it's just dude no. To when he's trying to think of what to say, he goes, "Oh Lord Jesus, help! Hold on, let me let me pray real quick. Lord Jesus, just um, hmm, hold on, what's that? Just, you caught me off oh, guard. Let goodness. me pray real quick. It's like, dude, you disgust me. Uh, like, Je- like if- he's the one that did the freaking, or no, it was Jesse Duplantis that was wanting. He was." <laughs> Did that yeah, one donations to... for people? To get yeah, bro. Like that—that uh, that makes me sick. If, yes, it does. You know, he'll be on Pluto with Hitler for sure. Right? <laughs> yeah. If even Hitler's probably like, you disgust me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like that is just a gross. You've got to just that to me. And I, I think people hate when I say stuff like this because it seems like it's skirting culpability but that to me seems like homeboy you are demonically oppressed if you really like you are so like in the bible where it talks about god just giving people over to their sin and their heart is hard that is because it's like dude you are so gone yeah that it's unreal and you are leading that's little old ladies fixed income that's oh my funding their private jets yeah do you yeah. what what level of culpability do you think those little old like do their supporters have? So, like, how responsible are the people that give him money? See, my great grandmother, she she was, say she was, I think she was ninety six before they ever put her in a nursing home, but they had to put her in a nursing home. Because nobody could be there to watch her all the time, and she would be watching televangelists, and she would think she thought they were that like because she had kind of lost grasp of the t the TV it being you know, and so oh, she wow. thought they were talking directly to her. So whenever they would ask for money, she would send it right then. Like she would oh, send them money, and like she was going so through evil. her fixed income. And they would be like, you know, Grandma, you, you you gave all your money away, you know, like she was giving all her money away to these televangelists. They don't care. Like I think they even tried to contact them and and say, you know, you need to put a disclaimer or something because, you know, oh, well, you can't I, I just, put a disclaimer on the voice of the Lord. It's ridiculous yeah. how much. Yeah, obviously they, the Lord yeah. must have told her it must have been God's will. But just how much of that money? I'd say the percentage is astronomical, you know, in the majority that it is from little old ladies who don't it's, know. Yeah, that that, just that, makes, that makes sense. Who thank God thanks, wants them to do that. Oh, my God. Because goodness. there's no because that's true. It's like I have I have yet to meet a single young person. Who's like, <laughs> hey, man, who's your preacher? Kenneth Copeland, baby. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I Creflo guess you, dollar. Creflo dollar, son. Yeah. Um, yeah, John no, so I get, from Texas. <laughs> I mean, ugh, dude. So maybe that'll. I get you know. I really those are the people I fear. But if there's, see, we are. I am a sick. I mean, I want justice for that. I. It's not that I want them to suffer, but it's like I fear what is coming for yeah. that. That just seems to be like using God has got to be pissed about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He's got to, but, uh, but I guess, is he just as pissed that I, you know, lied the other day? Ugh, questions. I don't like, Man. <laughs> fuck. 
Am I no better than? I guess the answer is yes. I I am no better than Kenneth Copeland, but I don't know. Like maybe maybe the the difference is in the conviction. You know, I don't mm, I don't okay. like lying. You know, and either. it's you know when I do, I just I feel terrible, and I try to make every effort not to ever do that again. Whereas they're building cases and they're lying on top of what they're doing. And yeah, it's they're, just, it's, it's yeah, they're almost like, and I'm sure there is a different word for that at that point. I guess it's uh, calculated manipulation. I don't know. It's it's different than lying, though. It's literally like it's deceit. There we go. Also, there's there's a level of you know. Not, not, I don't think at that point, I don't know. It's just it's so hard for me to judge, but I've, you know, I've been super deep into the whole religiosity and, and, and the dogmatic Christianity that I did things that I still, it's hard for me to think about today. Like, so this is a really interesting story. Our friend Tyler Hoagland, we were talking Shout the other out day. Tyler. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, y'all check out his band, Feral Vices. It's awesome. Um, so, uh, no, we were talking the other day and he, we, we have a mutual friend and, um, that's not, that's not NBC. And he's like, you know, so-and-so. And And I was like, yeah, I was like, um, I was in a worship band in like 2009 slash 2010. And we went up to Hardinsburg, Kentucky for a revival. And she was one of the, you know, anytime we do a revival somewhere, we get five or six friend requests, you know? And, um, that's where, um, that's from. And like, Oh, he's like, Oh, that was my church. I think I remember that revival, but I wasn't there that week for that revival. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. We almost met before this, you know? And I said, interesting. You bring that up because that revival, there was a moment that has kind of shaped or it, it was a really pivotal moment. Now looking back in my, my faith and, and just the way I see things now. And it's, one of the things that I look at and think I never want to be who I was then anymore. There was um, a girl that was there at that church and she was either like cerebral palsy she had, or she had um, some, something going spinal. I don't know. But me and a couple of my friends became convinced and that's what we were always taught. You know, it's not a matter of if God will or not. It's a matter of if you believe, if you have enough faith, whether somebody can get healed. So we were convinced that we truly believed that God wanted us to pray for this girl and that she, he was going to, he was going to heal her. And I remember the look in her eyes when we came up and that we were all convinced cause we were, we, we had, we didn't doubt, you know, we were convinced she was going to be healed. I remember the look on her face when she was like, you know, she didn't say it, but she's thinking this is finally it. And we pray 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 forever. And then I remember the look in her eyes after she gave up. And it's just that breaks my heart, you know, just thinking of that. And I was telling Tyler about it. And he said, he said, I remember, he said, that was a long time after that revival that she was still dealing with that. Like that was still a subject. Yeah, that was still a subject. And he said, I remember that I wasn't there for that revival, but that, you know, that was a very kind of a talked about thing that happened. Watershed moment. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, that is, he said, that's, that was a pivotal moment when he started questioning things. And it's really interesting because we almost crossed paths and we didn't, but yet there was an event that happened that led us both back to where we are right now. It's that is crazy. Really crazy. to think. That is crazy. It is. (sighs) Well, Tyler, we're gonna wrap this one up. Yeah, I'm getting sleepy now, man. I oh, get well, used to it though. I'm back on knots. Uh, so if you would like, um, this is a good time to announce uh, church and other drugs, um, anointing, um, uh, eye drops. So <laughs> we're we have some. They've been discovered in Israel from a, a secret cave. <laughs> we found uh, a bunch of visine that was blessed by a rabbi uh, for 19.95. I will send you one complete with a sham wow that um, Kenneth Copeland wiped his uh, his his left thigh with. Um, Tyler, I got to tell you, I've been using Church and Other Drugs anointed uh, Visine for six days now, and you know I can't see out of my left eye, um, but I think it's gonna go away. Hey. I have a. Fe- 
I thought I, th- I thought you had the uh, I thought I thought it was the the ShamWows that were Creflo Dollars hanky when he was preaching. He wiped his <laughs> that, brow. We can't afford those, dude. Oh, those okay. Are, those are going to Trump, and you know we're super uh, looking into we're looking into the lady from the McCamies that when um she <laughs> she sings uh, God on the Mountain that she shakes the like the 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 <laughs> hanky around. We're trying to look into those like. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got. <laughs> oh, it's made funny, famous but that's by the, the shit that they made... do. I don't get I it, dude. What in the heck? What I remember heck? prayer cloths, man. I remember, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's oh man. All you got to pray the over. Is, rid- hey, we I, we've I, prayed over this olive oil. And since we prayed over this olive oil, what you do, we done, we poured some of this olive oil on this cloth that we cut. Um, it's pure cotton. And we prayed over it. And now all you got to do is slip it in your friend's lunchbox when you get to school and Lord will start working on them. I mean, I've had people talk about this. I've heard story after story of the Lord dealing with people because that prayer cloth was in their wallet. Or in their lunchbox, <laughs> and they get to dealing with the Lord, get to dealing with them, and they start praying, and then lo and behold, they look in their wallet, and there was that prayer cloth. I'm oh, reach! <laughs> I want to. We need to think of the most absurd <laughs> item that could be blessed, and we need to try to sell it. Like I, I don't know. I'll need to think on it. Like, like uh, <laughs> battery powered personal fans. Yeah. <laughs> With the little spritzer yes, attached. Yes, but it's, so actually, holy water. it's actually prayer oil. Next time you're going through a Carowinds theme park, a Six Flags of over Atlanta, Georgia, uh, I want you to take out your holy solar panel operated uh, fan slash mister combo, and that water will be a holy anointing upon your head, and you will there will be no lines for the Tennessee Twister. There will be no lines for the Carolina Screamer. You will go to the front <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> send us an email at church and other drugs at gmail.com check out our web store store frontier slash church and other drugs uh i'm getting a nephilim t-shirt design done which Dude. i'm pretty stoked about oh, God. yeah um that's all that's known that comes out and patreon.com backslash church and other drugs i don't want to see you all next time i should like to help everyone if possible Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone. The good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. But we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much, we feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent, and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness of men cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world. Millions of despairing men, women, and little children. Victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. 
Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world. That will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! (laughs) 